0: Wake up. Minority Retort on X-Ray FNM. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Come on,
1: come on. Wake up! And now, Minority Retort with Jason Lamb. All right, it's Friday morning on X-Ray in the Morning. means it's time for Minority Retort. My name is Jason Lamb. I'm the co-host and co-producer of Minority Retort, the comedy show, which you can see at the Siren Theater. It's an all people of color comedy show. It's hosted by myself, Niroshri Navasa, and Julia Ramos. And speaking of comedy and funny people, Twist Your Dickens, the Portland Center Stage production, is back once again through December 23rd, and it's become a holiday tradition here in Portland. Uh, things a uh, thing that. Portlanders look forward to, and uh, it's back once again, and we're so pleased to be joined today by one of its stars, Chantal de Grote. Welcome to the show.
0: Hey, Jason. Thank you for having me. Good morning. Good
1: morning, uh, and I'm especially grateful to you for coming in this morning. You just did a show last night, uh, yes. so thanks for being here bright and early. Uh, I'm so happy to, to be here. It.
0: I can only see out of one eye. <laughs> <laughs> Is that something
1: relatively new, or does that have been going on for quite some time as in your as I've life.
0: done the show my sight has gotten worse actually
1: wow okay <laughs> Just that's fantastic uh, well congratulations on uh, performing uh, with one eye <laughs> um That must be extremely challenging, or is it? I don't even know. I'm I'm making assumptions here.
0: No, no, I can see great on stage. It's just at you know 7 a.m. Oh yes, yes, (laughs) yes,
1: yes. Understood. You
0: look great, though. By the way, thank you. It's it's radio,
1: so no one. Oh wait, this is being filmed. Oh gosh. Um, All right, no one believes it anyway. uh, um, and you were just dancing earlier When the intro music was, was playing So yeah. uh, you bring in the energy You're bringing the fire already <laughs> You didn't leave it all on stage last night
0: That's right And
1: Twister Dickens um, So I appreciate that as well uh, <laughs> so, so let's talk about it Twister yeah. Dickens For folks that haven't seen it yet uh, What's it
0: all about? Yeah, Twister Dickens is um, It takes the theme of A Christmas Carol Which is written by Charles Dickens and it weaves in different holiday stories as well as different current social events because there are elements of there are elements of improv in the show so we have an opportunity every year to update the show depending on what's going on in the media or what's hot or what is not and um the script is written by the Second City and the show happens in several cities around the US um, Los Angeles, Chicago, of course, D.C., and here in Portland. So every year we get to do this fantastic show, and there are very specific places in the show that, are, um, that we are allowed to add our own flavor, if mm. you will.
1: We're going to talk about that flavor in just a second. <laughs> uh, but whom do you play in Twister Dickens?
0: Uh, I play several characters. In fact, the only uh, performer who plays one character is... Um, Isaac Lamb who plays Ebenezer Scrooge and the rest of the cast weave in and out several characters and I play Tiny Tim I play yes I don't want to reveal too much but I do play Belle which was Scrooge's love interest and several other characters which um, of my favorite is Annie
1: who's who's Annie?
0: (laughs) Who I call Blanny (laughs) only backstage only backstage
1: And now on live radio. (laughs) And
0: now for all of you. (laughs) Yeah, and there are several, there are, I think each actor has to do about 25 costume changes. Wow, really? several of them are under 10 seconds. So there are wigs and costumes being whipped on and off and actors running around the back of the stage to enter the other side as someone else. It's mayhem in the most exciting, fun way. Oh,
1: that's uh, that sounds incredible. It's but it sounds like uh, what goes on backstage might be just as uh, interesting as what happens on stage. Definitely, uh, ten yeah. second uh, costume changes.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Um, so I wanted to ask you, uh, as you mentioned, the show is uh, there is an improvisational aspect to it, mm-hmm. uh, as well as a scripted aspect. Um, mm-hmm. And what's that like for you? Uh, I, I assume that you're trained in, in improv. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I'm making all kinds of assumptions this morning, but you're here to correct me.
0: (laughs) Yes. Well, I took my first improv class this summer. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) So it's only the fifth year I've done the show, and I decided, you know, I would love to learn more about um, the more finite details of what this great art form is. And several of us were cast in the show who... Um, have various levels of improv experience, and I would even say that I might have the least amount of improv experience out of everyone in the show, honestly. Some folks even at least they did it in college, or some folks like um, Sam Dinkowitz and Nicholas Kessler are constantly performing improv or writing their own um sketch comedy, so they live in that world. And... um Yeah, Rebecca Sohn, who's in our cast, Mm -hmm. is a Second City performer. And we have Isaac Lamb, who has done a lot of improv. I'm not sure if he's studied, um, but he's quite natural at it. And I think that, uh, as well as Lauren Modica, who I think trained in college, but just lives in that world. Like, she's just very open and flexible. And so I lean on my acting skills and needing to thrive in the moment as an as any kind of performer. Um, but the truth is, I would get so terrified at certain points in the show when I would have to improvise something. And um, past cast members and current cast members are very open and warm and helpful, giving me tips or ways to listen or different games that you can play in your mind of how to spin a word or spin a phrase or how to connect Ideas so that by the time you open your mouth, you're saying something that makes sense and, um, is delightful hmm. and leads somewhere. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Well, so I guess that was an assumption that I made that everyone was just, uh, you know, an, an improv, uh, veteran. Um, yeah. And you guys make it work, uh, seamlessly, so, uh. Thank you. Um, So that's uh, that's really fascinating. We
0: work hard every night to do that. We get together. We make sure that we're all on the same page with each other energetically before the show. We're having fun. We're goofing around. Right before the curtain comes up, we get in our zone. And one of the last things we say to each other before the curtain goes up is, got your back. Got Mm. your back. And we kind of pat each other's backs because we know, uh, as one of our cast members says, you know, he says, see you on the ice. (laughs) You know, we don't know what's going to happen when we get out there, but we always need to feel... Comfortable and safe with each other to know that we can just go and that it'll be okay.
1: And what's that feeling like in the moment when like something is you know going a particular direction and you're kind of like riding that wave? Like what does that feel like?
0: Uh, It it, it does. It does feel like um, riding a wave, or like my feet aren't touching the ground. There's there's an ease to it, and that's how I know that I'm in a good pocket because I'm not worried. I'm not scared. I'm not trying to plan what I'm going to say it just starts to come out of my mouth and there's a feeling of just trust that I'm headed somewhere great it's a it's a feeling of joy and delight and the audience is there with with me in that moment or usually with us who are together on the stage it's just a funny moment of coming together hmm. yeah it feels that, easy
1: yeah I want to ask you about you mentioned the audience a second ago, and I was thinking about this um, as I was "quote unquote" preparing for today. Um, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> but it's a it's a holiday show, you know. It, it takes place uh, during the holiday time. Do, do you feel like the audience is is kind of in that mood where they're since it's the holidays, they're really looking for uh, something to you know up, uplift them and and you know. Um, they're they're really into it as opposed to like other shows that might take place you know at any any time of the year. They're really looking for something um, that's you know going to be part of their holiday experience, and so that's you know why they may be more um, engaged than than other productions.
0: Yeah, they the audiences do come in already with a set of gusto aimed at we're going to have a great time for the holidays. I'm here with my family. I'm here with my friends or I'm getting away from my family and or we're here together and we just need to laugh. We've been having a stressful holiday, which a lot of people have, and they show up and we um, we are just here to say, hey, let's have a really rockin' awesome time together in a way that you haven't before for your usual holiday show. I think a lot of people are looking for something outside the box. This is more of, of an adult kind of show and um, people can really come and unwind and there's an opportunity for the audience to yell at us or give suggestions or really be part of the show. And so, you know, it really is more of like a celebration experience in the show.
1: Yeah, that's one of the great things about the show is that not only there's there's some audience involvement, but uh, it's just by the nature of it, they're going to see a different show every time.
0: Yeah. And there are people who come several times a season and, And people who come once every season and they say, I've heard it so many times this year, they've said, uh, the holidays don't start till we've seen Twister Dickens. And Mm. this is how, this is us saying, okay, we're ready to go in. And that feels really great because it feels the same way to me too. I'm here every year as well. So let's be together.
1: Yeah. Uh, So on another note though mm. um we were talking uh, just before we got on mic um as you were telling me some of the things that I should ask you um <laughs> i didn't i didn't <laughs> um but uh <laughs> you, you were mentioning that um you know as a person of color in the show um the show was written not by people of color
0: yeah um
1: yeah. and as someone who's a person of color is performing the show you have an opportunity to kind of, you know, tweak some things or, you know, let folks know, hey, maybe this is not a direction we should go or you know, based upon um, uh, I guess cultural sensitivities maybe or, and, and things like that. I wonder if you could talk about that a little bit.
0: Yeah. Um, it. Uh, let's see. So yes, the show um, was written um, several years ago by two really... <laughs> Wonderful um, improv actors from <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm I'm nervous and I'm flipping through my um, program here in case there are certain names that I need to pull up. But listen, the show was written in essence by a group of people at Second City, um, mainly by Peter Gwynn and Bobby Mort. There it is. There it is. I did know that. I'm just nervous, being honest. Um.
1: I want to point out that this is the line of questioning that you wanted me to.
0: This is. <laughs> um in a sense, I I I said here are some things that are rolling around in my mind you may ask what you wish. And so <laughs> so the re- the show was written quite a while ago by let's just say more middle-aged um straight, you know, cis white men um also probably in Chicago. And so when the show came to Portland and they cast two brown actresses, myself and Lauren Modica in the show, we were able to bring a little bit of influence to some of the things that felt uncomfortable to us. And it's actually taken several years for me to to find the words and find the courage and feel like I'm in a supportive environment um, societally to bring up um, some more in-depth Um, concerns that I have specifically around there's certain scenes um, some of them have to do with police or sometimes a scene will just have a button to it that something inside of me feels like oh that's kind of uncomfortable I need to listen to that and try to understand why and then get my thoughts together to present it to the cast or to the director to in our very very short rehearsal period have a discussion about it as much as we can Um, and influence those moments of improv or influence things that end up the 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 script changes year to year so these one-liners can get set in the script Mm. and so sometimes a couple years go by and we feel like oh either this thing is just old and the reference we need to update the reference but more so oh this is I feel offensive so we need to change it.
1: Is there a specific example that uh,
0: yes, there come about? there for example there is a scene that has to do with the Christmas Cops and it's this fantastic improvisation um, that originally had to do with the show Cops and there was a catchline of "What you gonna do when they come for you?" You know from Cops and. I remember in the first year feeling like, ooh, that's really uncomfortable, but I didn't say anything. And so as this year was, the show was in its first couple seasons, um, it was right around um, when um, all the police shootings were coming through and Mike Brown um, had been killed. And so it took years to address it, but we've since been zhuzhing it and pampering it, and I would love for the theater to maybe find a way to have a nice big workshop about it and update a lot of the stuff.
1: Yeah, and I think that's really interesting because I wonder if just due to the nature of the show and it being improvisational on on some level, I mean, a lot of it is scripted, as you said, but um, that there is that level of collaboration that maybe is encouraged um, and ideas, um, they're more willing to listen to ideas and how to... to change things.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Over the years, we've we've had um, we've been communicating a lot better with each other as a cast and with the director we're all learning how to listen and how to talk to each other and there still is a lot of room for all of us to grow and so the progress has been slow but intentional and I think there's lots more um, room for that and sometimes it feels kind of scary in the room to bring up things. Sometimes it feels like i'm not totally heard but uh, at other times i do definitely feel like everyone is making a real effort to be together and make a show that is funny and relevant and also dances on that line of this is you know satire this is edgy we're saying things that maybe we're not allowed to say out there in the world and we're trying to craft where that Mm. line is of offensive and truthful
1: yeah offensive and truthful satirical funny it's twist your dickens
0: <laughs> it is It is twist your dickens come twist with us this year
1: and it's happening at Portland Center Stage it's running through December 23rd and uh, Chantal DeGroat I want to thank you for joining me today
0: thank you so much for having I really me I
1: appreciate it and I'm looking forward to it's seeing you it's been an honor uh, uh, honor might be a little strong but
0: it, it is w- we'll take it as it's we're going out truth. the door
1: <laughs> thank you so much for being here and thank you for listening we'll be back to wrap up the show in just a moment